bar. From a performance and an effort standpoint, no disappointment whatsoever. Great number seven knows like we did last year. This is Pool Time on Impact Sports Radio, your source for goals, high dives, and butterflies. And now your host, Max King. Another edition of Pool Time here for Impact Sports Radio. Lineup for the show today is going to go like this. We're going to recap day one of Big Tens for the women's swim team. They are one day in and currently in progress as we speak all the way up to Saturday. And then we're also going to recap women's water polos CWPA tournament at Purdue. Head coach Mike Scarcelli will join me to talk about that. So for women's swimming, let's look at day one results. It was a short day one, uh, just a couple, really just two relays uh, for finals, that is. Uh, the first being the 200 medley relay, which was a solid performance for Michigan State, getting 10th in that event out of 12. They beat beating Illinois and Purdue, who was disqualified from that event. So looking at those results right now, the team of Brooke Tlander, Shelby Lacey, Sarah Love, and Summer Strickler went 141.86, breaking it down by splits. Tlander was 26.58 from the back. Shelby Lacey was 28.04 in the 50 breast. Sarah Love 24.34 in the fly, and Summer Strickler 22.90 in the freestyle. And those are all season bests. Lacey dropped almost a full second in her 50 breasts, which is good to see. Like I said, Purdue DQ'd that race. Not sure where in the relay, but they would have went 139.94, which would have gotten them 7th place. So that's 24 points there that they lost, which is not a good start for them. So they should be in 7th right now, but they are currently in 10th, and we'll get to the rest of the team scores in just a moment. So that was the first event of the championship meet. And then we go down to the 800 freestyle relay, which was very good for Michigan State. They got 12th, but they did break a new school record in that 800 free relay of 724-30. That was the team of Summer Strickler, Hannah Pugh, Taylor Folkersma, and Jessica Wellick. Now, Jessica Wellick had the best swim out of all of those, not just time-wise, but as far as drop time goes. Looking at the splits, Summer Strickler was 151.8, which is the only that which tied her season best on the year. She went the exact same time at the tier invitational midseason. Hannah Pugh, she was also season best at 150.64. Taylor Fokelsma, 153.59, season best. Jessica Wellick, senior swimmer, she came in at 154 and went 149.89 to anchor that relay, which is a great swim for her. Over four seconds dropped in that event. Now, granted, it wasn't off a star. It was off a relay exchange, but still, four seconds. That's a tremendous improvement in that event. So those are the new school record holders in the 800 free relay. So team scores after the first day. Indiana leading The meet early on with 74 points, followed by the host team, Minnesota, closely behind with 72 points, 
Wisconsin 60 points, Ohio State 58 points, Penn State 58 points, Michigan 54 points, Iowa 44 points, Nebraska 42 points, Northwestern 32 points, Purdue 28 points, and Michigan State and Illinois tied at 11th with 24 points. So then we move to today's events. These are all prelim events that will go on today. First is the 500 freestyle, and we'll see MSU swimmers Rebecca Berman, Chelsea Abbott, Hannah Pugh, Jessica Wellick, Jill Stoneberg, and Maria Bory. Hannah Pugh and Jessica Wellick looking to add on to their already very successful Big Ten meet early on. And then in the 200 IM, we'll see Elizabeth Brown, Jessica Cutler, Maria Bory again, and then Kennedy Cutler. And then in the 50 free, lots of swimmers there. Summer Strickler, Brooke T. Lander, Emily Parsons, Sarah Love, Shelby Lacey, Taylor Folkelsma, Elizabeth Good, Lauren Kalwazinski, Marcella Kaprazowicz, Claire Polarski, and Nicole Huffman. And then there's one meter diving as well. So that's what's going to go on today. And that's what's happened so far in the first day of Big Tens. Remember, this is a Wednesday to Saturday meet. Lots still to come. We won't get two more finals, though, until tomorrow. So all those events that prelims, the finals will be tomorrow. So those are some people we'll be seeing there now. Marcella Kaprazowicz and Sarah Love were on pool time last week to talk about the preview for the Big Ten Championship meet. So we'll see how they perform and if the pool time karma still lives on. For those of you who are not familiar with the pool time karma, it is a very real thing. Basically, some of the athletes have come on the show midweek, and shortly after that, whether it be that same week or a little bit after, good things have happened to them. For instance, Summer Strickler, been on the show many times. We had her on before Winter Nationals. What she do at Winter Nationals that later that week? Breaks the school record. Brooke Tlander was on the Senior Day episode midweek that Saturday. She's a part of the pool record-breaking 200 free relay. Shelby Lacey was on pre-Purdue meet. What'd she do? Won the 100 breaststroke at that meet. Even Br- Brian Williams, even Brian Williams, he was on the season preview way back in the end of summer, and then what comes out a little bit later on? He was in a Spartan Fund commercial. Spartan Fund commercial. Type that into YouTube. You will see... Brian Williams, and he has lines too. He's not just waving in the background. He's got lines. I count that as full-time karma. Summer Strickler was actually in that as well, that commercial. I hadn't interviewed her any time recently when that aired, but we'll throw her into that. We'll count it. So, Marcella, Sarah, balls in your court. Your move. Got to keep it going. That commercial was no joke too. They played that commercial at a lot of the home football games. Seen it on TV before? Williams and Strickler got FaceTime. Both had lines, too. So it's going to do it for swimming. And again, keep you updated on Twitter by following Max underscore A underscore King throughout the weekend. It'll give you live stats and whatnot. So let's move on to water polo now. In case you missed it last weekend in West Lafayette. MSU's women's water polo team went 3-1 in the first round of CWPA games. And remember, for those of you who don't remember or are not aware, 
CWPA is the governing entity for club water polo. And basically there's a set of games each year that count towards the standings in your respective conference. In this case, the Big Ten. So there's two tournaments every year in the Big Ten. And each one of those games counts towards your Big Ten standings and thus your seeding for the Big Ten tournament. This was the first of two. And so let's look at the results there. Dominating win over Wisconsin to start out the tournament 17-5. And then later on they had a tough game against Illinois, a team that they've had very close games with, not just this year but in years past. But they were able to get a good 5-3 win over the University of Illinois. And then game three, luck ran out against the University of Michigan, one of the best club water polo teams in the whole country. But they gave them a very, very good game. It was a 6-4 to four loss, and we'll hear from more from Coach Scarcelli in that game in just a second. And then their last game was against Indiana, which is another convincing win, 14-4. to four. So really, if you look at it, it's really those top two teams are Michigan and Michigan State. And then it's everyone else. I think you could probably put Illinois in that buffer area. But really, it looks like the top two teams in the Big Ten are Michigan and Michigan State. And then it's just kind of everyone else. So let's hear from Coach Mike Scarcelli now. He's going to talk about his team's performance last weekend. Yes, it was a much better game. It's still very close. We won 5-2. But even though with the three-goal lead, it still felt like it could have been anyone's game. Again, I do feel that we're a little stronger with them. Our opportunities... We're a little better capitalized than the first time we met, but still, we're hitting the bar a lot. We're having a lot of turnovers. So really, I think that we have a lot of improvement against any team uh, because we can capitalize a lot more. But we're very happy uh, with the 5-2 win. That was our main focus of getting that win against Illinois, sort of redemption for last year. And then those other two wins, Wisconsin and Indiana, those won pretty handedly. Uh, now that you've seen some of the Big Ten, is it give you some confidence knowing that Really, you're one of those top two tier teams in the Big Ten? I think that we can't take Illinois for granted ever. I think we did that last year and we paid for it. Uh, though I do believe it's really the best two teams. You know, eight out of ten games are going to be Michigan and then us. Uh, and the great news was from Spartan Invite to this past tournament, we won from an 11-4 loss to a 6-4 loss. And really, down into the fourth quarter, it was tied 4-4. We made... Uh, just one one error, one that I probably could have corrected with a timeout, but we got caught with a counterattack uh, goal, cherry-picked the other way when we were counterattacking. So it was really a two-goal swing there, and we ended up 6-4 loss. But we had a moral victory there. You know, a very strong team with some talent coming down for the Division One team of Michigan. And so we're very happy to have a 4-4 tie. It gets us motivated. We know we can beat them. We know they're beatable. We saw them get frustrated. We saw them with tears in their eyes after the game, and we're very confident. Plus, we got our training trip coming up and a lot of momentum. And and talking about the Big Ten, and you still have uh, four more games to play out. I know it's kind of hard to predict, but uh, when you look at Michigan, they're 4-0 in the conference game ahead of you, and you won't see them for an official game uh, and, until possibly maybe the Big Ten tournament. But uh, when you look at their four games they have left, do you think you know really it seems like the only game that could potentially get them a loss would be that game against Illinois so looking at that game I know it's ahead of t- uh, far ahead but do you see that game as maybe being your last chance of maybe uh, clinching a share of the Big Ten? I think that next time we meet in the final uh, is going to be our opportunity it is going to be a sort of a come from behind they're going to be the favored team 
but hopefully the next eight weeks we uh, make some ground up in practice, cover some things that we're not doing so well. Really, it, we have the shots. We've taken enough shots to beat any team in the nation. Now we just got to get them to cross the goal line and not out of bounds, and I think we'll be good. So the team is currently sitting tied for second place in the Big Ten with Ohio State at 3-1. and one. But remember, Ohio State was a team that Michigan State beat quite soundedly two weeks ago at the Michigan invite by double digits. So they will face them obviously in the second round of those Big Ten games uh, coming up at the end of March. I would assume that looking at what we've seen now, you're probably going to see an undefeated Michigan team finish at top of the polls in the Big Ten. And you'll probably see a 7-1 and Michigan State team because I'm assuming they'll probably win out because really they faced their toughest opponents already. I think they'll get past Ohio State quite well. And I think you'll see a lot of kind of very similar results from last year. Last year, Michigan was 8-0 in the Big Ten. And Michigan State was 7-1 with the one game losing to Michigan. So the only trap game that I briefly talked about with Mike, maybe Michigan might lose to Illinois. I think that, I mean, that's really Michigan State's only shot at a share of the title now. Maybe they do. And that's the only team in the Big Ten that Michigan really would have to worry about a whole lot. But I still think there's just Michigan's on a just one more level up more than Illinois. And like I said, Illinois is kind of that buffer because really it's there's a clear top two in Michigan State and Michigan. Everyone else is not very good. But then you got Illinois who can play with Michigan and Michigan State and can really blow out the other teams, but they can't quite get past Michigan or Michigan State. Well, we'll see. The team is not going to be back in action until March 29th and 30th which is going to be at the Notre Dame invite. So that's going to do it for today. Next week, we're going to recap the women's entire Big Ten championship meet. The men's team will be in progress with their championship meet. And we'll also hear from Water Polo again about their training trip coming up and spring break at the beginning of March in California. This is another episode of Pool Time for Impact Sports Radio on Impact 89 FM WDBM. Celebrating its 25th birthday this week. So happy birthday to WDBM. My name is Max Gang. Thanks for listening once again. Until next time, see ya.